welcome to this episode of the Fully Alive podcast. My name is Dr. Mary Maduna Gross, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Dr. Nikki Ciso. Nikki is a beautiful blend of world explorer, conscious business leader with a PhD in holistic health. In this conversation, we explore the possibility of creating with ease. We both share personal experiences where we have and have not created with ease. From these stories, we highlight key assumptions that have both hindered and accelerated our ability to experience what it feels like to create with ease. Nikki is also affiliated with Tim James and Chemical Free Body. And we discuss the importance of detoxing the body so that it becomes a more efficient conductor of energy and insight. You can find a link to Chemical Free Body with a 5% discount on my website, plenavita.coach. We hope that our stories shed light on the possibility for you to create with ease in 2024. Thank you for listening. Hello, my name is Mary Maduna Gross, and you're listening to Fully Alive, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs who are hungry to live their purpose, expand their impact, and create with ease. Welcome to this episode of the Fully Alive podcast. My name is Dr. Mary Maduna Gross, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Dr. Nikki Ciso. Nikki is a beautiful blend of world explorer, conscious business leader, with a PhD in holistic health. In this conversation, we explore the possibility of creating with ease. We both share personal experiences where we have and have not created with ease. From these stories, we highlight key assumptions that have both hindered and accelerated our ability to experience what it feels like to create with ease. Nikki is also affiliated with Tim James and Chemical Free Body. And we discuss the importance of detoxing the body so that it becomes a more efficient conductor of energy and insight. You can find a link to Chemical Free Body with a 5% discount on my website, plenavita.coach. We hope that our stories shed light on the possibility for you to create with ease in 2024. Thank you for listening. Welcome everyone to this recording of the Fully Alive podcast. Happy New Year. I am delighted to start out our new year here at Fully Alive with Dr. Nikki Sisu. Sisu. Oh my gosh. I, just, <laughs> I, want to go with it. I apologize. It's so good. It's a perfect segue to what we're talking about. And for those of you, you wouldn't know, but both Nikki and I had incredible technology challenges to get onto this conversation today. It has taken us 20 minutes between the two of us to finally come together. And Nikki was right. This is the, a perfect way to go into this conversation about creating with ease. I'd love to jump into this, but for people who don't know you, Nikki, like I do, and I'd love to know you even more. Tell us a little bit about you and what you're passionate about. Okay, thank you so much. I am an explorer. So I've spent a good majority of my life traveling. I've, I've explored 64 countries. And I also am an explorer of my mind. I've done all sorts of work, retreats, sat with shamans, plant medicine, all the ways that I can dig into my subconscious and really explore what's in there, what's governing my reality because we are manifesting machines and it's really based on how we're thinking and then what we're projecting, what, what we're emitting in the way of frequencies that then we're attracting back to us. 
And so if there's programming in there that's scarcity based or this world isn't trustworthy or all men are out for one thing or whatever those inner dialogues are, somehow I'm not good enough. Yep. Our brain is designed to seek that evidence and we can actually attract that evidence, let alone find it because we have a reticular activating system that is actively seeking and filtering out all the information so that we only see what we want to believe, what we believe and what we want to see. And I've taken my whole life, it's funny to get to this place at 45 years old and I'll look back and be like, oh, okay, I get it. I've been, I've been a seeker. I've been actively seeking how to master this human existence and this, uh, this human, I, I, to me, it's a design flaw, to be honest, but <laughs> because we're automating in childhood when we, we don't really have choice and, and, and automating programming that may not have been wisely chosen in the first place or, or based in ancestral trauma, right? So, ah, right. Um, so yeah, that's been, I've been on a quest and I've experienced at 29, I got diagnosed with type one diabetes, which led me down a health track and got a PhD in holistic health and nutrition. And was super fortunate. My ex was, uh, I was engaged to a billionaire, which was absolutely magnificent and incredibly lonely. And it helped me realize where true value in life comes from. And it's not what, yet money can certainly buy a lot of happiness. That's, (laughs) it certainly can, right? But spending that time with someone that you're crazy about, that you really love, that cherishes, respects and loves, and we loved each other, but it was very different. And it was a different coexistence Mm -hmm. than what my my soul was really craving. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I've had lots of really cool experiences and I've gotten really, I've been really fortunate to have had the financial uh, ability to take the last decade to really dive in and do this subconscious work. And what's fascinating is that little side note, when I, I, so I did my PhD in holistic health and nutrition, I got my blood sugars in much better control, but still up and down rolling roller coaster, right? But it was when I did the personal development work that I learned how to self-soothe yes. that then I didn't turn to coping mechanisms like food and alcohol and marijuana to, that then skyrocketed my blood sugars, right? It's actually the, the emotional work that I had to do in order to maintain a much healthier blood sugar range. And so what I learned through the, the diabetes is that it, it actually came to teach me and it was, I, I had to pay much more attention to my body yeah. and, and treat myself with more self-love in order to have the health, the resilience, and the happiness that I now have, thanks to diabetes. And I share this all because it's through that journey that we create ease. I, can, I now handle diabetes with so much grace and ease that I also then handle the rest of my life with ease. Because right. these triggering things like not getting technology to work when you're trying to be on a podcast, <laughs> right? I can laugh at this and be like, yep. That it. Okay. It's time to take a nice deep breath and enjoy and find the pleasure in this. And and it's not spiritual bypassing. It's actually like actively seeking the lesson. Doesn't mean that I learned this recently. Doesn't mean you don't get to grieve when things are tough. It doesn't mean you shouldn't sit in your anger when you're upset. But then quickly you get to shift into a place of, okay, how is this in service? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I want to talk about just on that. First of all, the first thing that w- that was a hit for me is the way that you talked about diabetes, mm-hmm. not as 
something separate. I, I think that over the holidays, I was around a lot of people that I'm not usually around. And I hear them talking about their illnesses and aches and pains. And the conversations were always as if that was one part of their life. And then they have this other part over here, right? Now, these aches and pains and illnesses or whatever is impacting their life, but they still see it as separate right. from them. And so they go to the doctor and they do their treatments and therapies or whatever it is. So they're doing something for it. But it, it, there's this separateness. There's, it seems to be this challenge of seeing that my health issue is a reflection of my inner health. Right, right. Uh, we, we don't realize how powerful we are. Yeah. Is really the root underscore of all of that is that our thoughts cre uh, have an impact on our body, on our physiology. Yeah. They're in each organ uh, is related to different emotional states. Like uh, the liver is related to anger, grieves yeah. as, as a child. I had asthma. Yeah. My mother left uh, my stepfather and I grieved him for two years. I was crying for him because he was my like stability. He was my rock. Yeah. And I developed asthma as a kid yeah. because she didn't know how to help me process that grief. Right. She just thought I'd adapt and she, it wasn't mal malicious. She just didn't know. She thought I'd... It, and each organ actually is related. Solar plexus, where the diabetes is related to power. And I was giving my power away when I got in that last relationship. I said, I'm not capable of creating my own wealth. So please here, handle that for me. Yeah. And boom, I developed diabetes. Quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. The body talks to you. And I was indulging in the sweetness of life. Indulging, yeah. ah, yeah. universe put the reins on. It was like, nope, <laughs> tapered, call it, pull back. Yeah, and oh, I revolted. I was mad for the first ten years that I, because I'm a free spirit. I want to do what I want. That's why I wanted the wealthy man in the first place. I wanted freedom to enjoy this life to the max. And so to be told not that I can't do, I can't enjoy the things that I love to enjoy. I, I was, I went to war with my body. It got worse before it got better. Yeah. Oh, I can relate to the war with the body concept. Yeah. Uh, I've had psoriasis probably my whole life. It really became an issue for me at 30 when it became not just a skin condition, but now a joint. The arthritis was, was coming in. And so I've been with that now for 20 some years. And it, there's been highs and lows in that process. And it was just actually over the holidays. I was talking with another colleague about these kinds of topics, about our illnesses and our overall health and wellness. And during that conversation, I had a shocking insight. Like I, I wasn't looking for an insight. It just, pow, there it is. <laughs> and it was something to the effect of, how am I benefiting from this condition? I found I knew why, not why, I knew how I was using this condition to my benefit. And when I realized what I was doing, I'll, I'll say, I will, I am using it as a way to protect myself from other people. So if I'm hurting, then I don't have to move forward. If I'm hurting, I don't have to reach out because I'm in pain. I don't have to do these things. I can, it was my, it was one of the ways that I've used to keep myself small. Wow. So this was about a month ago. And so I had also been reading. Are you, are you following Neville Goddard? I've heard that name, but I don't know the work. Okay. Wrong. 
So he was writing back in the 30s and 40s. And so most of his work isn't published in books. It's put, it's compiled by other people. But the, what I was reading about from him at the time was this idea about visualization, right? And how important visualization is to create the experience that we want. And so when I had this realization, oh my gosh, I'm using this pain as a way to, to block myself, protect myself. What if I, am I done with that? Can I just be done with that? Do I not need this kind of protection anymore? And so I started to tell my body, I don't need this protection anymore. I don't need you to tighten up. I don't need you to get sore. I don't need you to do any of these things. I have started telling myself that I'm quick, I'm strong, and I'm graceful. And not just telling myself that, but really feeling it, right? I, every, all of my symptoms have decreased dramatically wow. since that insight. Wow. Wow. Awesome. So the power of what we're talking about here, right? That connection between our mind and our body and, and that unconscious mind, you know, how well, I wasn't doing any of that on purpose. Like I didn't sit out and say, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to have this really painful condition and I'm going to use that so that I don't have to blah, blah, blah. So I'm not doing that up here. And in my head, I say, no, of course not. But the nervous system operates on its own little uh, set of rules. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. It's a frequency, right? It's a vibration. Yes. You're emitting this vibration that your body is responding to where all our cells are vibrating. Exactly. And every thought has a frequency that's either, it's just like when you watch a movie and you, your heart starts racing, it's an action film, right? And your heart starts racing, your palms are sweaty. You're not in it. You're, nothing's happening to you. And yet your body's physiologically responding. That's what visualization is, right? You're visualizing this experience. And that's why it's so powerful when you want to set your goals and your intentions and what you want to create for yourself and get that vision really clear because the brain already believes it's true and the body starts behaving in a way that will attract it because it's in that it's in that vibrational state and if we are magnetic as we are we then attract like energy right we can pull what we want towards us so important i love that you've come to this realization well done. Oh, my gosh. It, it's been such a dramatic experience that I, it, it, now it's even fun for me to play with these mantras of I am, I'm flexible, I'm graceful, I'm strong, I'm quick. And not just running it through my head, because that's one thing, too, that I've been known to do is just run it through my head. And if I know it, then that should be enough. Right. But really feeling it and feeling what would my body feel like if I was being graceful in this moment? How would it move? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are two parts. So important when it comes to like inflammation in the body and arthritis and, and any physical ailment. So I, I believe there are two. There's nutrition and there's an energetic component. Mm -hmm. So the nutrition, usually with inflammation, it's like when you get a cut, right? The, the inflammation comes to then protect and heal. It creates the little bit of space so that all the like workers can come in and do their job, right? It, that's inflammation. And arthritis, you're protecting of the joints. Usually those things are caused by one of milk, wheat, or sugar. Those are the three biggest typical culprits. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would look at your diet and see if those three components are getting in and then maybe even do a sensitivity test. Okay. To see if there are other things that 
because we conventional foods that you most often get at restaurants are are certainly not at home, but at, at restaurants, sometimes we can't control if we're not going to organic only places. They'll buy conventionally raised produce, which is covered in glyphosate, which causes it's designed to kill bacteria or anything in nature that would kill the plant. Well, that we rely on bacteria to break down our foods. And or any, anything that sits on the shelf for two years in a grocery store is, has it, it's literally designed for nothing in nature break down. If you left an apple on the shelf for two years, it would naturally rot. It, right. it has natural enzymes to break it down. But so we're eating these things that are designed to stave off, keep nature away. And yet we rely on bacteria and nature to break down our foods. Mm-hmm. And so he says things are coming into our system. It creates an allergic response. The body's like, oh, that's a chemical that's toxic. And all of a sudden we're allergic to bananas at 30 years old. You never had a problem with bananas before, right? Like things like this develop in the body. And so sensitivity tests are really helpful to see what might be causing inflammation in addition to those three kind of big ones. Yeah. And then energetically, what I heard while you were talking is where in your life do you, or are you not, is there, you're restricting movement? Yeah. Well, I've asked myself that many times because that whole idea about it's literally a rigidity and it's because it's not just in the joints right it's in the muscles and everything right and so i have asked myself where am i being rigid in fact that was really probably what not probably this is the condition that got me into this whole i had to get serious about this personal development and knowing who i was 20 years like I started looking at this when I was in my mid-20s, so before the flare-ups had really started. But again, I was just, I was being very scholarly about it. Like I would read the books and know what they said, but I wasn't applying anything until shit hits the fan and everything blows up. And I was like, okay, I got to do something, right? And I was fortunate to have a functional medicine doctor that had a doctorate in immunology as well as metaphysics. And was able to say to me after full workup, you're not broken. This is just chronic stress. Get to the bottom of your chronic stress and your body's going to heal. Would you like some energy work with that? And I thought, oh, my God, I love this guy. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. So Love that. Yeah, this again, that the whole powerful connection of recognizing and, and maybe this is the opportunity, right? An opportunity. If a listener has a, a health condition that is somehow interfering with their functioning, how what's a good question that would help them maybe start to bridge this gap? So I like my, my my trick always is to tune into my body, yeah. right? There's two techniques. Okay. I have a tuning in. And then asking spirit for guidance. Those are my two channels (laughs) of wisdom, right? So take sit up straight, erect the spine so you create a a clear channel. Mm -hmm. And then take a few deep breaths and really tune into what your torso is feeling like from your throat down to your below your belly button. Tune into those sensations. Usually it's in your stomach area. Just feel what neutral feels like. Right? And then actively seek for any sensations. Is there any tightness in your chest? Do you feel any lower back pain? Is there any sensations anywhere in your body in this moment? Joyfully, no. <laughs> Good. Okay. Uh, wonderful. So then if there were, yes. the activity then would be to go in and ask, what's the message for me? 
What are you here to tell me? And then if you weren't, you can actually introduce a question and it can be as simple as, is coffee good for me? Mm -hmm. and, and you'll get a swirling, almost like, it's almost like you got a poop uh, sensation in your inner intestines. That, for me, that's my no. It, it, there's a, a crunchy, almost like a thicker energy mm -hmm. in my belly. Mm -hmm. And that, that's my body saying, nope. <laughs> and if it's a yes, it feels light and airy. And you can use this for everything. I've had a client choose which building he was going to buy based on tuning into his body and like building A or make the decision you're buying building A. And he just got this like sensation, right? And then I was like, all right, tune in. Let's buy building B. And sure enough, it was light, easy. And that was the choice he made. And it was a wise choice. The other one was a, a big mistake. So that's one way is to tune into the body. It will talk to you. Mm -hmm. And this is subtle, by the way. Sometimes it's a very, it's a very light <laughs> in the right. beginning until you get used to doing this and tuning in because, and the other trick there is to really clean out your body. If you're eating a toxic diet, if you've got a lot of processed foods, you're cleaning your house with all sorts of toxic chemicals, right? And uh, you're la as women, we lather our skins and spray our hair with all the average woman lathers herself with 170 chemicals a day. Wow. So. If you're covered eating and covering yourself with chemicals, your signal is not going to be as clear. Yeah. So do, going through a detox will cleanse your body and then it becomes literally a tuning fork. Mm -hmm. You can ask and receive. And then that's the second way, right? You ask and receive right guidance. I tune in. I like to say I have two angels. My, my psychic says I have a whole team, but <laughs> I see my two angels high-fiving each other there and that makes me happy. <laughs> it's cute. But I'll ask them, be like, angels, show me evidence today that money is easy to make. And I'll, so that's the, that if I may, I learned this past Christmas, I went to visit my mother mm -hmm. and she did something that was inappropriate and it triggered an old belief that she doesn't respect my needs. Okay. Right. And so I was fuming. I was ruminating in my head for an hour. She doesn't respect my needs. She doesn't respect my needs. She just showed me evidence. So yet again, she doesn't respect me. And I'm like, just yeah, mad at it. <laughs> so we ended up going on this hike and it's in Scottsdale. So we're in like red rocks and cactus. It was absolutely stunning. We get to the end of the hike and we're going to turn around. I said, mom, let me just sit here for five minutes. I just need to meditate for a minute. She's sure, no problem. And so I sat on a rock. I sat, I, f I felt the sun. I, I, I'm like in the bed of just, warm, like loving, supportive energy, right? And I took my few deep breaths and I tuned in. I was like, angels, send me some guidance right now. What do I need to know? And I heard, what's the opposite belief if she doesn't respect my needs? Simple. She does respect my needs. Mm -hmm. She goes, And then I heard, actively seek out evidence that she does respect your needs. And I was like, okay. In this moment, she let me sit there and meditate. <laughs> I think I have right. evidence right now. And it instantly stopped the ruminating. Mm -hmm. And I was instantly appreciative. And I could think of all sorts of other ways that she actually respects my needs. And she's been at my beck and call for my needs since I was born, right? There's all sorts of evidence I can find now she respects my needs. And so it was an incredible experience that taught me that, first of all, ask and receive is something I've been doing. So that one's not a lesson I needed to learn, but maybe for your people listening, your angels or your whoever, whatever you believe in, you can ask for support and it is fascinating. Show me evidence today that money is easy to make, that love is easy to find, that whatever it is that you're working on, right? That whatever you need an answer to, 
show me evidence today of the opposite of your belief. That was the lesson I learned that day. And it came. I I asked for show me evidence that money is easy to make. And I kid you not, I cannot make this up. We came home. My mother said she was um, sending me $1,000 for something Mm -hmm. out of the blue. The next day, I was like, show me more evidence of money is easy to make. (laughs) I was just like, test this out. Right. I, I, I don't make this up. I called a friend or a friend called me and said, hey, Nick, you've been such an important, valuable asset to me in my life. And you've just always shown up so much for me. I'm sending you a thousand dollars. Like, what? What? <laughs> really? It's like, yeah, it's a Christmas gift. I, I love you. You've been there for me. I just I appreciate you so much. OK. And then a few days later, I was like, not to be greedy, but I'm on a roll. <laughs> Third time I did it, third time someone messaged and was like, I'd love to send you, it literally offered to send me money. I, I'm not making that, I can't, I couldn't make that up if I tried. But it's, we're that powerful. And what I, sometimes it's hard to believe we're that powerful. So if you give it to spirit and be like, you show me evidence. <laughs> right? Right. And then you actually, you're, you're basically, what you're doing is you're opening the, the receptors, right? To the possibility Exactly. That what you want could come true. Yeah. Versus blocking it, which is what we do. Absolutely. So as you were telling this story, I heard objections coming uh-huh. up. Good. Going back to the uh, first ask of what's the opposite of not respecting your needs is respecting. We'll look for evidence of that. And you were able to do that immediately. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's an easy one. And then you share the next story about her sending you money. And I'm like, okay, maybe that in my mind, I want to come up with all of these other possibilities that it's just coincidence that had nothing to do with you asking. And how do you respond to those kinds of uh, objections? Yeah, I get it. I I think the first of all, my thought was try it. Right. If it works for you, Definitely. that's the first reaction. But more importantly, we, we really don't realize how much we're tapped in. You can tap into an energetic, we're, we're energy. It's just like thinking of someone that you haven't talked to in six months and they call. We're simple example, but we are that powerful and we have not been taught. We've actually taught, been taught to not trust our intuition and not trust and use this like mechanism of energy exchange. And yeah, it's, I would then, if I were you, explore when was the first time you were taught not to trust. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Try it out yourself. And then if you're still struggling with it, when, when, when did you first decide that you couldn't trust the inner guidance? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's not to bring shame around that incident. It's about bringing light to it and say, there are moments in my childhood where my mom was reprimanding me for not getting straight A's. I was a B plus student because in my world, that was efficient. I did as little of work as possible and I got a B plus. Exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. And in her world, it was like, no, I'm, I'm fully capable of getting A's. She was right. But I wasn't putting in that much the extra effort. Right. And but in that moment, it, I crumbled. I thought no matter what I do is not good enough for her. That's right. And it just, I deflated. And then that was the evidence my brain started seeking for the rest of my life. How else am I not good enough for her or for anything, right? And so it took me actively seeking the evidence of the opposite 
to where I then built myself back up. And when I, I did, I sat with ayahuasca, I've sat with plant medicine, I, I, I was teleported back to that moment. And I got to see, actually, no, she was, she believed in me and she knew I was fully capable of making straight A's. And she was trying to inspire me, but in her very Israeli, unfiltered way, <laughs> it came out as self-bashing. It came out as bashing instead of inspiration. And I crumbled. Yeah. And, but that wasn't her intention by any means. And as soon as I saw that domino fell over and it fell, knocked all the other pieces of evidence I had afterwards that said I wasn't good enough. So sometimes getting to the root source is not to, it's just to, to reframe it and get a new perspective as an adult instead of a six-year-old little or 13-year-old little kid going, yeah, right. I'm not good enough. Right. Not true. What's the different story? Yeah. Going back to that idea of an objection too, what I'm hearing um, as you're describing this is that we've been conditioned not to believe that's possible. So right. it's not a surprise that someone might have trouble believing in the possibility of asking for guidance and actually receiving it. So I, I believe that. But then again, for those who want to be able to do this, I would say just try it, play with it. And I think play is the key word here. Because if we are, are trying to make something happen with it, again, that tightness, that, that feeling that I've got to fight against something to get what I want, I think, again, is one of those barriers to our higher power, our, that source. Right. If I feel like I have to do this all by myself, of course, I'm not going to listen to any other guy. I'm not even going to think that it's there. I'm not even going to think about tapping into that. Yeah. Yeah. It might be interesting for you to sit in the morning. Uh, I like doing things in the morning. You can do this at any point of the day, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. But to tune in, what I just heard was maybe even if you ask source, show me why, what, it, what is causing the arthritis or the uh, inflammation. And just open. So here's the really important caveat with this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of analytical minds out there mm -hmm. that want to then rationally answer it. Yep. And, and the goal here is to not try and answer it. <laughs> Don't try and figure out the how you're going to make all the money or right. It's literally just to open the door and then open your awareness and just pay attention throughout the day of what shows up. Maybe something is someone gives you some food. It could put, be put in front of you and you get that little micro intuitive hit that this is not going to serve your body. But you don't listen to it. You eat it anyway. And then you feel inflamed. Right. <laughs> yep. But just by asking for a little support and show me what is causing whatever is happening in my life, you open the door to becoming more aware of how you're creating your reality. Absolutely. Another question that kind of builds on that is why now? That's another question that I often ask myself. Why is this happening now? Ooh, and again, just waiting for, uh, this is where I've practiced getting my mind out of the way is just why is this happening now? Because again, as you're saying, rationally, I want to come through all of the evidence. But when I can just stay open to why is this happening now and let my mind wander, those hits, you get those hits. Like the hit that I talked about earlier, like, Mary, you're using this to your advantage. Holy crap. Yeah. What? But I, maybe that's another thing, too, is when, you, when we do get that information, is to not just kick it off the table. Ugh, that is not an answer I like. Yeah. So to, if, what if that were true? And that's one of the things that I, when I want to kick the idea off the table, what if that were true? What would that mean? 
And that's a way to that I continue that dialogue with myself about these. And clearly with this condition, I've not listened very closely. I've known this in my head. I know I can tell that, that the rigidity and I know that when I get rigid, I can look in my life and say, OK, yeah, that's what I'm being resistant about. But I never put it together that I'm using this as my excuse. Yeah. Love that. How are you going to turn it around? I have, right? So the way that I've turned this around is just, again, going into that higher space. So if I look at my body today and, and say it's strong, it's quick, it's strong, and it's graceful, I, I can find evidence this is out. Not really. But I know that even under whatever pain that I have in the moment, there is perfection, right? So even though that I'm, maybe I'm experiencing some pain or inflammation in my toe today, right? I, in the past, again, going, going back to what I was saying about other people as they're talking about their illnesses, I would see that toe is somehow separate from everything else. And how do I fix the toe? Rather than what is this toe trying to tell me? <laughs> you know what I just heard when you said, no, I'm not, but compared to what? If you compared yourself to a turtle, you're quite fast. Yeah, exactly. So I use this vision of myself. And again, I feel it. Like I, I require myself to actually feel in my body. What would it feel like if I responded quickly to mm. something? What would it feel like um, if I was moving gracefully? And I, I, I do this a lot when I'm more walking my dog. So I literally get to feel it as I'm doing it. And so this is my way of doing that repetition. Again, going back to Neville Goddard and, and what we're talking about in terms of beliefs that we've been, we've picked up along the way about somehow we're not enough, right? And we find evidence of that keeps reinforcing the belief that we're not enough. And so then we're convinced. But when we use this strategy and we convince, and I'm looking for evidence that shows that I'm quick, strong, and grace, well, guess what I find? Yeah. I find evidence of that. Yeah. And so that is going to keep, well, I think he has a way of saying that assumptions can harden into truths. Whether it's uh, against ourselves or for ourselves. Yeah. And well, so I'm, I am solidifying this assumption into my truth. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Yay. Oh, so fun. <laughs> and again, for this whole theme, what we're talking about today is how do we create with ease? And I think this is how we do this, is really tuning in. And, and I think that's in contrast to my old strategy, which was, would be to sit down and say, all right, what's my year going to look like? What do I, and then backwards map everything so that I get all my quarters and I get my, I can appreciate those systems. But I think those systems shut us out from listening to our intuition. Would yeah. You agree? yeah, very much so. Even if you use that system, right, and you make your list of everything that you want to accomplish that year. And then what I like to do is then go through one by one. And again, do this tuning into your body sensation of, okay, I, I, I want to accomplish X in January. And if you get this like oh. crunchy feeling, uh, tune in. Why is that? Do I actually need to call in some support or am I pushing myself to try and do everything? This was my. I'm projecting here. My old story was I was an entrepreneur that tried to do all parts of the business. And then what happens? I don't do any of the business because I know that I'm not going to be successful at that part. So I'm not even going to start with the part that I love because ultimately I know it won't succeed. 
And I'm saying that because if you get this crunchy feeling, then what is it that needs to shift? Is it the goal itself? Or do you need to call in support? Or how can you actually make it so that it's an achievable thing on your, right? So again, you're creating ease by using your body and examining where there is dis-ease, essentially, right? Exactly. And then asking your body or spirit for support on it. What would make it ease? What would make it easeful? And you're like, actually, to delegate that to someone else would be great. (laughs) Yeah. And then what isn't it ease? And it doesn't mean that we always, we'd never do anything that's difficult. That's not what I'm suggesting because we have to sometimes do things we don't always want to do. But in general, if you can put your vision should be in alignment with what you desire and who you want to be and and what's your innate natural talents and what lights you up. Right. Uh, If you have some things on your vision that don't light you up at all, explore it. I've started to use a metaphor for myself to ask myself, where am I in this moment? Am I feeling like I'm swimming upstream? Like I've got to fight against whatever is out there? Or do I feel like I'm riding the wave? Like I have clarity on what I want and I know this wave is going to get me there. I just have to stay balanced on this wave. So there's still action involved, right? But it's more, it's less directed and more cooperative with the universe than rather than telling this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to get there and here's the timeline I'm going to get there. All of that, I don't, I think the universe kind of laughs at us when we come up with those plans. Yeah. Yeah. It's the how. Yes. The hows. The hows we we like to get bogged into. Uh, I like to focus on the feelings. How do I want to feel? When I'm when I find that partner, how do I want to feel yes. when I'm working on something that I love, right? That and yeah, that's been a that's been a supportive focus for me. What's the sensation I want to feel? Yeah, and then how I get there? Show me the way, right? And ask for support again. Show me the way. What? How can I? Fe- what is the best path to me feeling the most impactful, useful? loving, all of these things that are important to me. And then trust and then being open and aware and and receptive to what flows in. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to come back to something that you you were talking about earlier in terms of being open and receptive and the toxins, right, that we take in. You and I have met through Chemical Free Body, Tim James. Yes. And I know that this is what he is all about. So... Tell me a little bit about some of that work that you do to help people do these cleanse and and how chemical-free body might fit into that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I I, I briefly touched on it before, the importance of detoxifying our body. We are so bombarded with toxicity throughout our day, and there's a lot we can't control, like the air quality outside or the maybe the, the foods that we're eating, or but there is so much that we can control. And everything that's in our household is under our control to some degree. You can get an air doctor or one of the IQ air, there's some of the air filters. You can definitely filter your water. That's absolutely Mm -hmm. essential. Mm -hmm. And um, the biggest, uh, big impact is also what we're consuming and the nutrients that we're bringing in. So I highly advocate all organic, fresh from the market as ideal because then your fruits and vegetables have been raised, grown all the way and they've ripened on the tree. That means they pulled all the nutrients out of the ground. They haven't been sprayed with a whole bunch of pesticides that gets also soaked up into the foods. 
right? It's fresh, whole, organic fruits and vegetables in your diet, plentiful. And then what are you cleaning your house with? Think, uh, our cleaning products can be all natural. They don't have to be these toxic chemicals. And then again, for women, what are you lathering on your skin? If you can't eat it, it should not go on your skin because it's going into your body. So if, they, if you read labels and you can't even pronounce some like 16 character <laughs> words, right? it should not go on your skin. It's, not, it's a foreign, it's a ke chemical made in a lab that is not designed for consumption. And when you detox the body, what happens is you get very sensitive. It's almost like your taste buds get a reset. You will taste sugars, you'll taste salts, you'll taste flavors on a much higher level you, uh, with much more sensitivity. And you, again, you, it's like the, remember the rabbit ears on the TV channel uh, back in the day you had rabbit ears. I like to take the example of you took those rabbit ears and swirled them around in a vat of saturated fat filled with toxic chemicals. Every day you swirled it around, you put it back on your head and you let it dry, kind of got caked on there. And the next day you swirled it around, you ate some more animal protein with high levels of animal fat and then lots of chemicals and then put it back in. And eventually you'd have this caked antenna and you just can't get, you're not going to get the clear reception. And so when I have my clients go through a cleanse, they become so receptive. They put one thing in their mouth and they're like, mm, can't do it. Well, and it's something they used to live on every single day. And they realize their, their body is like, whoa, toxic, can't do it. And it's equivalent to like the first time if, if any, anyone has ever smoked a cigarette. The first yeah. cigarette will put you on the floor. You cannot finish the cigarette. You are literally about to hurl an right. awful experience. Right. And slowly you ad adapt the body to higher levels of toxicity. And eventually you can smoke 20 cigarettes in a day. And you're fine. You don't even feel it. Right. That is the body's natural design to keep you alive. So it will disperse the toxicity. You'll actually hold on to a lot more fat cells so that you can disperse the toxins into more fat. So if you've got weights that you can't lose, that's very likely caused by not only diet, but high levels of toxicity in your body. Mm -hmm. And so when you clean your body out, you just become, it's like, it's the ultimate alignment to creating the life that you want is cleaning this vessel. Okay. And your thoughts then get that clear. And, and the reason why I love Chemical Free Body is because they have products in there that everything Tim chooses is aligned with being super well-sourced and healthy and non-toxic. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to the shop tab, you'll find some bundles that will give you like uh, great examples of what is available on his site. Great place to start. Mm -hmm. I would definitely go there. The shop tab under chemicalfreebody.com. Yep. shop tab and you'll find the those uh, bundles to start with and eventually we'll have a diabetes bundle as well so we'll have the herbs and the 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 the, the, the treats that i like because i like snacking on stuff i'm a snacker okay i don't eat big meals but a lot of the snacks out there are loaded with again wheat oil and sugar each yep. one of those alone is a bomb for your blood sugars and inflammation Combined, it's literally like a nuclear weapon. Like my sugar, my sugars will skyrocket if I have your average protein bar, for example. Wow. Because they're, or muffin or cookie or yeah. cereal or any of these things that are uh, baked goods, especially super high glycemic. 
I, I will create a bundle for the diabetics out there. So be on the lookout for that. But he, um, he also has links to the air quality, the water filters. It is a yeah. incredible site with all the resources you need. He's done all the homework he could possibly do yeah. to get all the, the top products for your home that are safe. They're amazing. I think the product that I, two things I love the most. One is, I think it's Green 85. Yeah. It's the probiotics and enzymes and prebiotics and all of that. And I, I give that product credit for helping me lose 40 pounds in this past year without changing anything else. Like literally wow. nothing else than other than add that to my morning routine. So I, that is something I'll never quit. The other thing I really love is the infrared sauna. Oh, is how I open. I start my day every morning, 30 minutes in the sauna and I don't like to sweat. So I thought, oh, this is not going to be good for me, but I love it. So I don't know what it does for me or how it triggers emotions and, and hormones and all of that. But I feel amazing afterwards. Mm. And that's another thing that I can't imagine living without. Yeah, I love that. The infrared is very detoxifying. So okay. that's also probably what supported the losing the weight as well. Okay. So you're, you're getting the toxicity out and then the body's safe to release those fat cells. Yeah. 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 The green 85, I fell, uh, I was completely addicted in a healthy way. Yeah. By day three, I was like, I need it daily. <laughs> it's so it's, I love the taste and it just gives me this like boost of yumminess. I can feel my cells have been, have gotten the nourishment they need for the day. That's, you know what? That's yeah. what I tell myself too is, okay, body, I'm giving you what you need today because we've got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> so let's yeah. fuel up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't eat just for fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. We console this myth that you just need to focus on protein. Yeah. No, no we, the, fruits and vegetables have tens of thousands of phytonutrients and phytochemicals in them that support brain health, body cleansing, your body's clearing out old cells and creating new ones. You need all these nutrients to, to have those all function optimally. I love it. Yeah. Nikki, thank you for being with us today. Ah, a treat. Such a pleasure. Thank you very much for doing so this. so much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Do you have any um, finals before we close today? I always, the, the one thing that always comes to me when I get asked this question on podcasts is be kind to yourself. Yeah. How can you be more loving to yourself? And you mentioned it earlier, but I, I, I got the download a, a couple of months ago to start my day by looking in the mirror and going through all my I am's. I'm kind. Yes. I am loving. I am patient. I am a badass. I am so fun. I'm a loyal friend. I'm powerful. Like just every day, a different words came to me, but it was the most illuminating, like step me into my queen throne, powerful way of starting my day. Yes. We do so, we are so good at self-bashing. Yes. <laughs> so actively, it's like actively seeking evidence of yes. what you want to believe. This is the way you start your day to actively then seek evidence of how all these things are true. Beautiful. Yeah. That is a great way to close this. So where can people find you to learn more about you and, and maybe even work with you? Ah, thank you. There's one way. And then I also have a podcast called Legends with Dr. Nikki. You can find that on Spotify and iTunes. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, my pleasure. I'd love to support anyone you know. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. For more information on the chemical-free body products that were discussed in today's episode, go to plenavita.coach, where you will find a link to the Chemical-Free Body website, 
with a 5% discount code. Thank you again for listening.